0: That's what you want to do? That
1: is. Huh. You got a lot of ideas, don't you? I You're kind of an idea a... person. You know, Jim was talking about how smart you are. <laughs> you have a lot of ideas. Is that true?
0: No. No?
1: <laughs> You're not that smart? You don't have a lot of ideas?
0: I'm not that smart. <laughs> right.
1: What about the ideas part?
0: Well, I do have a lot of ideas.
1: But they're not very good ones?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: A lot of bad ideas?
0: <laughs> a lot of bad ideas.
1: I can see why we're married. <laughs> Really, I can't. <laughs>
0: it's 9.35 a.m. Saturday, January the
1: 21st, 2023.
0: I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Shoop. Pa. Pa? Pa.
1: Shoop. Shoo. It's the Bill and Diane Shoop. Okay. All right. I guess everything's going to be different today, everybody, because it's a shoop, not a ship. (laughs) But that's okay. (laughs) Well, Diane fixed the wicks, so that's important. We should note that. Uh, We should probably have the blinds open. Should we? I don't know.
0: Go ahead and open them up. You think I should? Sure.
1: What if it's a mistake? It won't be. What if it lets all the cold in and we freeze to death and... It's not that cold. Oh, it's not that cold. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and i gonna open up the blinds, then, Diane. That's what I'm doing. Oh, what a lovely day.
0: Well, especially, man. It's it's way late. We are we've yeah, what been lazy. Be,
1: what's uh, is Saturday becoming our sleep-in day?
0: It must be. It certainly is
1: my sleep-in day. You know, Saturday is the only day where I don't have any alarms set for anything. Although I think. That did, I, did you have to turn off an alarm of mine this morning?
0: No, I turned off an alarm of mine. Uh. I always have an alarm at 7 o'clock, which right, usually, so do I. So do usually I. I wake up before then, right. but not this morning.
1: So my 7 o'clock drugs thing didn't go off?
0: I don't know. Maybe it went yeah. off, but I didn't notice.
1: You didn't notice it? Yeah, it's still set.
0: And just decided to sleep through it
1: drumming going on in my office this morning yep wow wow diane check you out you're a deep sleeper you're you're deep in a lot of ways diane (laughs) you have depths you have depths me i like to skate along the surface where you know you can see everything and you know you can get out of the way of stuff when it's coming because you know that's what i do that's how i live my life i avoid trouble at every turn. You do? I do. I've never had a problem.
2: I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip.
1: You know, my book is coming out soon. And <laughs> soon everybody Your
0: self-help will, book? Yeah, I am an
1: eggs. Soon everybody will know how to avoid all trouble uh, in their lives using the Bill Method. <laughs> we call it the Bill Method. Can you say that? The, no. No, I can't. The, the Bill method. The Bill Method. No, oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> no, I can't say it.
1: Okay. Well, that's covered in chapter one, so you really need the book, Diane. You know. Chapter one is how do you say the Bill Method? So <laughs> that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to? It's been a you know, it's been a productive week here in Lake Abundance for me because I wrote this book <laughs> called the Bill Method. So, <laughs> what have you What have you been up to?
0: You did more I, than write a oh, book. I did. You more had than a, a concert a... last weekend.
1: Was that last weekend?
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Seemed like longer ago than that. I concert, concert at the
0: CMP. What a What a thrill that yeah, was. Yes, that was
1: a blast. Me and my buddy Steve Norris and Judy Kaplan was there too, and well, there was a couple other people there, and you were there. And uh, Kelly and Mary were there. And
0: I was sitting very, very close to the stage. You were very, very, very
1: close, very close.
0: Mainly because that's where the chairs were. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that's, I better take well, that front
1: chairs, man. I could have kicked you right in the nose.
2: You <laughs> know, this time
1: spasm, muscle spasm. I would have, <laughs> would have bloodied your nose right with one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, there. Mark Kenny came to well, Mark the... Mark was gun. there, that's
1: right, Mark was there. He drove all the way up from Roslyn, Is, where does he live? Somewhere like that, down by Mount Rainier.
0: And he uh, took some pictures and you could see I know. <laughs> my leg and well, all of them because well, I was yeah. so close to the stage.
1: Yeah, You could have kicked me in the shin, I could have kicked you right in the nose. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of uh, intimate uh, setting that uh, Bill has played in.
0: I want to comment on the fact that every single time that we've gone to a concert or, you know, done something where we're involved in a group again, I just feel so overcome with the joy of being in a group again. I, I Because it's... I And even though we were there, I was still nervous about... You know, I did wear a mask, which... Yeah. Once again, is sort of crazy because well, you aren't wearing a mask. So well, I'm not you know. when
1: I was on stage, but I and then I kept forgetting to put it back on when I got off stage.
0: But my point like, being that you know, know, yeah,
1: people are, people aren't. It's like, well, yeah, hey, it's you know,
0: yeah. it's just I just feel more comfortable right now just because I'm not that trusting of how things are going in the viral world in general.
1: You don't trust viruses, but, Diane? No. They're very reliable. You know. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I also know what you're talking about. I mean, I never really thought about how much uh, energy, you know? They talk about the, you know, people's auras, and they talk about the vibe coming off the audience, stuff like that, and it's all kind of like little kind of cliche things, but it's it really exists. Because I think it's thrilling. There's a thrill that you feel in your body being a, in a group of people uh, that you kind of. Probably, we well, we went beyond taking it for granted. We just forgot that it really existed because uh, yeah. we spent so much of our time in in groups before, and now it's not so frequent. So when you when you, I noticed did just like getting together over at Judy Kaplan's place to play some songs or something like that, just having a group of people with guitars in the same room it's just yeah. wow what do i do with all of this yeah know? it's
0: a ecstatic feeling it is. really it and is. i just feel that way now when i get together with friends um i just feel so overcome you know yeah. and especially i I had always realized how much the audience and the musician and the audience to the audience and the audience to the musician, the musician to the audience. I always realized that that was a magical bubble sensation. But I just feel overcome with emotion when I'm presented with that now. Um, so that was...
1: That oh, was tons of fun.
0: It was tons of fun. And it I know that fun. you didn't feel that... It was, it was painful for you and it was in your mind not your best performance but nobody cares you know about that
1: yeah except me
0: everybody had fun and it was uh, Steve Norris doing that with you and Steve Norris and then Judy Kaplan um, singing harmonies sometimes that's a really nice combo yeah I think
1: yeah Steve is a one of a kind kind of guy I like his,
0: Well, there's I like his a lot work. of feeling of, uh, I don't know, sitting around the campfire and singing songs. That's what it felt like.
1: Well, there you go. was happy to be a part of that.
0: Yeah. And so, that was our major event of the week, I would say. Yeah.
1: I had a nice talk with Jim. We went for a walk on Tuesday morning, and we're starting to, think that maybe we should do that on a regular basis. And I'm thinking that could be good. That could be good. It's like a little adventure because I take the bus down. Then you drive into work because you have to work on Tuesdays. Right. And then I take the bus back up to 130th and Aurora and go over and get the car from you, bring it home, do the rest of my day, come and pick you up. I think that's a workable plan, Diane.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: So it's good to get a chance to hang out more with Jim. And it's good to get a little exercise, you know. I do know. Do you?
0: I do know. Do
1: you, Diane, but do you really? So there's that, and I got a new Jim Harrison book this week, so I've been kind of...
0: Was that the thick book that yeah, came in?
1: in the box, yeah. Yeah, cool. It was a used copy. It's a little
0: dinged up, but it's...
1: It's a collection don't
0: of books. I know. His. Used books always seem to me to be. I like buying used books. I do. Because I always did. A lot want. of books
1: these days are actually printed to order. When you order a book, they will print it. That's the way some publishing works these days. Not all books are like that, but some of them. Isn't that interesting? Aren't you glad I threw that little tangent, that little tidbit I am. of I'm interested insider in that. information, you know, and, uh, kind of thing, type of deal, sort of situation?
0: This week we also oh. watched the series Severance, which yeah. we had not watched. We watched it because Alice said she thought we'd really enjoy it. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. It was a very intriguing show,
2: yeah.
0: but it, I think it had a lot to say about a lot of things.
2: Yeah. And
0: one of the things that I thought about while I was watching it is that the working world there is so strange, and they're they're doing this stuff that they you don't even understand what they're doing. And, and then I thought, yeah, but isn't the working world kind of like that you don't really understand what you're doing and and everybody's telling you it's very important anyway and it was kind of an interesting interesting all the the thoughts that arose during that time but also there's enough uh there are so many bizarre things that are happening and you are trying to connect them in your mind so it's a little like a mystery show in a way because you're trying to figure it out And I I really found my mind puzzling through some of the things that were being shown. So that was it was fun to watch that. It was.
1: We watched it twice.
0: Well, because you know, once you get through then you feel like, okay, wait a minute, what happened there? And so (laughs) Yes.
1: Yepers, that was fun. That was a good time. Poetry break went went good. I like how normal, it's becoming, I like being able to, it's kind of, the I, you know, my re- week kind of wraps around that hour pretty, pretty snugly, you know, it's nice preparing, it's nice having the, the kind of the poetry mindset going in my head all the time, and, yeah, uh, you know, getting to know some people, you know, and, uh, yeah, so I like that like that too that happened it was an actual event that really went on yippers (laughs) didn't we go and see my mom this week too was that this week
0: no that was
1: that was last week yeah
0: I think so that was before we did the show
1: okay it was Friday
0: yeah yeah okay Obviously, we had such a fascinating week. It
1: is a fascinating, it's a fascinating life, Diane, and it's fascinating in the minutia.
0: Well, it's also fascinating in your internal landscape of life.
1: Oh, in in my internal landscape of life? In everybody's oh, internal. Oh, in one's. Yeah. Yes, it is. I
0: feel like, I feel like my life is far more interesting to me now, but... But I'm not actively doing things outside yeah. as much as I am thinking about things inside.
1: That is inter- My an interesting.
0: My mind aspect. is always uh, turning around on concepts that have been presented. It's and probably a healthy
1: activity at our age, you know, to keep the mind engaged and active and yeah. searching and sorting and you know doing. You know, it's probably smart.
0: Well, we can talk about the music because. Can um, we?
1: Well, we, we lost David Crosby.
0: this Yeah, week. and
1: that's going to happen. It's planned obsolescence, Diane. Pardon me. I'm having another drink of coffee. You know, I, I give it a, I give it a hard time a lot. True you, boy. But, you know, it's it's good coffee. It's emblematic of our own lives. You know, we're supposed to die. We're supposed to. I know. So what's the what's the big deal? It's, it's what's supposed to happen. It's part of the experience.
0: When I was uh, younger, yes, I had this series of dreams that uh, that I have mentioned on the show before.
1: You mentioned these dreams on the show.
0: I think so. Okay. Where I had three dreams and they were all about me dying and you know they they say that you never die in a dream otherwise you die in real life well in all of these dreams i did die although i came awake when the death happened so is that like um, one of
1: those dreams where you're falling off a cliff and then when you hit the bottom that's when you wake up yeah
0: and that's actually one of the ones that the first dream was that i was uh Visiting Vashon Island to see a concert by Cat, which was actually going to happen that that week But in my dream it was snowing on Vashon and and Vashon was very mountainous Which is not true, but I was in the concert and I realized that uh, Needed to get back and I didn't know how to drive in the snow and Dale Blindheim was there and he uh, was going to drive us both me and Kat to our, des- our our separate destinations. And as we were driving, uh, all of a sudden he went off of the road into this snowy field and uh, I was thinking, wait a minute, is this just a back way? And then all of a sudden we were heading towards a cliff and I realized that uh, that we were that Dale had just lost control of the car. Right. And we flew off of the cliff. And as we were watching the the ground coming closer and closer, um, I I started saying, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the experience. It's been such a wonderful experience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then fell and then woke up. And then another dream I had was uh, very similar uh, this time I was in a car with my dad on I-5 and, you know, the old Trojan nuclear, nuclear power, power plants, plant. which I always used to see on my way to Portland. Yeah. Um, we were nearby that and I w- we were on the I-5 and then all of a sudden everything stopped and we were all looking and trying to figure out what was going on. At this time, my father in real life had already passed the veil, so to speak. But in my dream, he was with me. And I saw the Trojan blew up. And the fireballs started coming towards me. And I was just like, oh, fire. I hate dying by fire. and that, But then I did this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the experience. It's been such a wonderful experience. Thank you, thank you, thank you and then the last dream i i don't remember how i died in that dream but it was very similar but then i was walking with all these people um who had died and i i sensed a presence next to me that was guiding me through and and i was saying where are we going you know and she said well you've died and i said i know i've died you know what where are we going and and uh, and the entity was basically saying that, "Oh, I tried to talk to some of the people around me, and they couldn't hear me. And she said, "They can't hear you, they're dead." And I said, "Well, I'm dead too, aren't I?" And th- And the entity said, "Yes, you are." And I said, "Well, why can I see these people?" And she said, "Oh, you're different." And then I woke up. Okay. But from that, that series of dreams i always thought how interesting it was that i said thank you thank you thank you thank you for this experience it's sort of like we get this experience of life and there's gratitude to be had for whatever the experience was all the the roller coaster ride that we've been on and not to feel bad when it comes to an end but just to feel like wow that was an experience man so yeah
1: yeah it's hard to imagine consciousness ending you know it's hard to imagine that which is what probably why people don't
0: well I was watching a few things a uh, few interviews with Ethan Hawke uh, the actor because mm-hmm. he is a very interesting uh in my mind, a very interesting philosopher, and in his yeah. he he gathers a lot of the thoughts of other people, and, and he was on Stephen Colbert, and Stephen Colbert asked him. What. Uh, he was doing the Colbert, Colbert questionnaire, questionnaire, and he said, "What do you think happens after you die?" I think was the question, and Ethan Hawke just sat there for a minute, and and then. He said, are you ready? He said, I don't think we die. I just think that we don't have any concept about how everything works. And so we're transitioning from one thing to another, but we don't have enough, uh, we're we're just not smart enough, uh, knowledgeable enough, well, you know, that we don't have the capacity in our human brains to understand what death is. And I really like that because yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, I think it'll be a an interesting I think it'll be an interesting experience. Do you? Well, fine.
1: I'll let you know how it is when I get there.
0: I just always feel like all the things that we worry about about death are our own human concepts yeah. like thinking that it's going to be a punishing experience right.
1: or it's going to be negative because there'll be no yeah. more of this we don't know what that is that's we right just know that there'll be no more of this but will there be no more of this i don't know nobody does very little reportage from over there wow <coughs> interesting uh,
0: And all brought about because of your comment about David Crosby.
1: Well, David Crosby, yeah.
0: Well, I wanted to say, I was not a huge fan of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, or Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Or Crosby
1: and Nash, or Stills and Young. uh, Yeah. Because they all, you know, they did all kinds of different combinations.
0: I was... uh, I was a person who really liked a selective number of their songs, so I did I not uh, purchase a lot of their albums. I usually purchased a Greatest Hits album oh. because they had more of their, of the songs that I liked on there. But I just, I'm just such a lover of harmonies. I love to listen to people harmonize. Yeah. And for that reason, I did really love a lot of their songs. Yeah. What about you? What about me? What about... Well, Crosby,
1: Stills & Nash, their first album was one of the first albums I ever bought. Uh, But I didn't buy it until, uh, I think, Deja Vu came out. So I think I bought those two records pretty close together. And yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they were totally formative. But then when I was in college, I was singing with Karen... Harris and we did it, uh, a couple of Crosby Stills Nash songs we did Helplessly Hoping we did uh, See the Changes and, and uh, I enjoyed those harmonies I love harmonizing just like you so they have definitely uh, made a mark in me uh, probably not to the same degree as somebody like Paul Simon or James Taylor or Harry Chapin or uh, you know any, a number of other people I could name Jim Page being among them but uh, definitely there, definitely there, um, and I bought well, the records.
0: I don't remember that that many people were doing harmonies like that. Um, well, they,
1: it's interesting because they both, I mean, like David Crosby was part of the Birds when they were doing, and they were doing harmonies like that. And Graham Nash came from the Hollies, and they were doing harmonies like that. And, and uh, so, I mean, I think it did exist, but I mean, there's something about their voices blending that was a a unique mix. Um, So they were doing something that hadn't been done much before in popular music. It was more like a, it was very close harmony. It was more like a, like a madrigal almost. It was exactly that that kind of quality to it.
0: Well, and uh, we're actually going to play two songs today because one of the things that I loved when Karen and Sheil and Jim Page were over the other night yeah. was uh, when they when you Karen and Jill were singing see the changes. see the changes yeah. which
1: so Stephen still song but it's a it's a great song
0: it's so beautiful and and it really made me emotional that night because here we were in the room with for me. You and Jim Page, who I've known since, Jim Page since 1970s, you since 1984, and all the changes that are going on in our group of people. And, you know, it's really funny because I was thinking the other day, as I was, I was actually watching somebody, uh, is actually in severance seeing christopher and looking so old mm-hmm. and i was thinking what a treat it is to watch people age and and change there's something really uplifting about it for me i know a lot of people find it to be a, a source of despair because what you're watching is the the uh, decaying of a body right you know but but there's something in the spirit that just keeps getting stronger and brighter and if you know people really well you get to watch how they've changed throughout decades and I thought what a treat that is Mm -hmm. what a real experience to be grateful for and thankful for indeed madam you know, I think about um one of our listeners, Cindy, um, who I knew way long ago when I was in my first clerical job at Perkins, Coie, Stone, Olson, and Williams. And there's something so <laughs> amazing about having known somebody and then having a period of separation and then seeing them again because you see all the things that they were still in them and you see how they've changed throughout the years uh, to become even more themselves than you knew when you were young because I think all of us hopefully find our way to who we are and back in those days when I was with uh, working with Cindy I had not found who I was at all You know, I was really kind of in a very roughly drawn form. (laughs) Um, I wasn't really following my interests as much. I was not, it was was really, that's why I've said that Cindy helped with the awakening of my passions by introducing me to the wonderful folk rock tape. But it's sort of like these people that you have known, you get to see them. In all these different forms, what a what an amazing thing that is, and a treasurable thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's lucky, it's fortunate, it's good fortune, Diane. Good fortune to see the changes.
2: She has seen. get closer And I don't know the answer Does it even matter I'm wondering how singing but out loud I never was anybody listening Then I fell out of the cloud I hit the ground and noticed something missing Now I have someone she has seen And it gets harder as you get older And farther away as you get closer And I don't know Something out of a dream I had years ago Yes, I remember Screaming Nobody laughing All the good times Getting harder To come by without weeping Now I have someone She has seen And we get some As a young man, I found an old dream. It was as better than one as one as you have ever seen. I made it some new wings and I painted a new. Slotty girl and she was younger than me Her parents kept her locked up in their life And she was crying and she was wishing she could be free Of course I mostly remember her laughing Standing and watching us play while there the music would take her away white sheets there and she was waiting to die. She said, if you just reach underneath this bed and untie these weights, I could surely fly. She's still smiling, but she's tired. She'd like to hear that last bell ring. You know, if she still could, she would. Stand up. She calls.